Thanks for joining me on episode 1171 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. I'm Brian Russell. I challenge you to invest in yourself, invest in others, develop your influence and impact the world by using your time, your talents, and your treasure to live out your calling. Live by faith, be known by love, and be a voice of hope. Those are the keys and one way to fuel those that kind of life is to listen to this, the Inspired Stewardship Podcast with my friend, Scott Mater. I'm an ambassador, right? So I'm going to use my talents, the things that God has given to me, I give them to others. Even my own like mission statement, I seek out, study, and embody the deepest truths about God so that I can share them lovingly, compellingly, and transformational ways through coaching, teaching, speaking, and writing. That's to me, that stewardship of what we do. And so, welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. In today's interview with Brian Russell, I asked Brian about what stewardship means to him. I also asked Brian about his top tips that you need to understand if you really want to make an impact. And Brian also shares with you his hopes for the future and the legacy he hopes to leave behind. One reason I like to bring you great interviews like the one you're going to hear today is because of the power in learning from others. Another great way to learn from others is through reading books. But if you're like most people today, you find it hard to find the time to sit down and read. And that's why today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Go to inspiredstewardship.com slash audible to sign up and you can get a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. And instead of reading, you can listen your way to learn from some of the greatest minds out there. That's inspiredstewardship.com slash audible to get your free trial and listen to great books the same way you're listening to this podcast. Dr. Brian Russell is an award-winning professor of biblical studies and a transformational coach for pastors and spiritually-minded entrepreneurs and professionals. His personal mission is to seek out, study, and embody the deepest truths so that he can share them compellingly, lovingly, and transformationally with others. He is the author of Invitation, a Bible study to begin with, Aligning with God, Reading Scripture for Church and World, and Centering Prayer, Sitting Quietly in God's Presence Can Change Your Life. He is also the host of the Deep Dive Spirituality Conversations podcast. Welcome to the show, Brian. Thank you, Scott. It's so great to be here today. So last week, I, I mentioned that there were a couple of words that I like to ask people to find, and, and this is the other one. So my brand is Inspired Stewardship. I talk a lot through that lens of stewardship, and yet having now interviewed lots and lots of different people and asked this question, I've discovered that different people put different bins on what that meaning of that word is. So for you, what does the word stewardship mean and what has the impact of that understanding had on your life? Yeah, I love the the question. I'm going to try to, I like to think of stewardship at, I'm going to use a different type of a metaphor because I think stewardship has 
has great implications. I like to say that for myself, I want to be an ambassador of abundance to every single person I meet. And I like that ambassador language as a way of defining a steward. Because what's a steward do? A steward watches over somebody else's you know, kingdom, dominion, property, or whatever. An ambassador does the same thing. An ambassador essentially represents another. And so when I think of stewardship, I want to be an ambassador of, of God's abundant love to other people. And so that gives me a metaphor. And what's an ambassador have to do, have to do Scott? If I'm going to be the ambassador to you know, China, if I'm sitting in Orlando, Florida, I'm not doing a good job. So I need to be out. I need to be in China. I need to have skin in the game. So ambassador is going to show up. And I know you use the, the, the phrase, which again, I'm in Methodist too, time, talent, treasure. That just makes total sense. But I want to be an ambassador. So I'm going to invest my time. I'm going to physically show up and use the gifts that God's given me. I always like the phrase I learned from a man named Alex McManus, one of my other mentors. He always said, the gospel comes to us on its way to someone else. (laughs) I'm an ambassador, right? So I'm going to use my talents, the things that God has given to me, I give them to others. Even my own like mission statement, I, I seek out, study, and embody the deepest truths about God so that I can share them lovingly, compellingly, in transformational ways through coaching, teaching, speaking, and writing. And that's, to me, that stewardship of what we do. And I'll stop there, but I think ambassador of abundance is how I would define stewardship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's a new phrasing of it, but I like that. I like that, 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 cho- that choice of words as well. So if someone really wants to make a dent in the universe, what are some of the top principles that you feel like they need to focus on and learn? Yeah. And I said one of them, I think number one, it's skin in the game. We have to show up. Uh, it's uh, putting a dent in the universe. Isn't creating a great plan. <laughs> it's, it's not what you write down in your journal. It's actually taking action. So we have to have real skin in the game. If we're going to put a dent in the universe, which means we have to be willing to take some risks. That's what I mean by skin in the game. Along with that, then you have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable with failure. And so one of my favorite phrases, I got this from another coach named Dan Sullivan. He has a great turn of the phrase. He says, winning isn't always learning, but learning is always winning. And, you know, what he means by that is uh, it's how you, you can be successful, but if you don't know why, you're not putting a dent in the universe, you just got lucky. But the key piece is you always want to learn. And so then even if something doesn't go right, when you take your action, if you can learn from it long-term, you're going to win. And then I think the third principle to put a dent in yourself is, uh, this is kind of cliched now, but we have to learn to be kind to ourselves which means recognize our limitation. And that's where, again, all these have a faith component to it, but it's so critical that we make sure that we fuel ourselves, stay rooted in God's grace so that we, then we can have skin in the game. And one of the easiest ways to, to overcome when you mess up or have something doesn't go well, is like you remember that doesn't touch your core identity as being a person loved by God. And when you can serve out of those kind of three areas, Yeah, you can put a dent in the universe. So I wanted to ask you, this is my favorite question that that I ask each listener. And a few weeks ago, you alluded to the idea of seeing people and seeing the ripples that they leave behind. So if I invented this magic machine and I was able to pluck you out of the chair where you sat today and bring you into the future, maybe 100 to 150 years, 
and you were able to magically look back on your whole life and see the impact and the ripples that you've left behind. What impact do you hope you've left on the world? Yeah, when I was looking at at, the, at those questions, that question, I, I immediately thought of that image that I did share, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with facts. That's a new learning, and I'll just want to talk about how that's different for me. And this has been a game changing shift in my own life just this year. Is for a long time when I was more driven, I think, by my own fear, guilt, shame. I wanted to see tangible, my 20-year award for teaching or teacher of the year. And that new metaphor that I'm trying to get is I, the, the greatest gift that you can do is, is when somebody would say, I knew Brian, and this is new for me, and that Brian was 100% for me and loved me. And if, and if I think if I have that looking back, there's going to be thousands of people. And it's not like I was mean before, Scott, but that's literally been the shift that God's been working in my life, that it's not about achievements at all. Even the dent in the universe, it's like, how much, how well can I love other people so that they know that they're 100% enough and that they can then extend that same kind of feeling to other people. And that would be that vision of the 10,000 of people that can live their lives knowing that they were enough for God and that God is enough for them. So what's coming next for Brian as you continue on this journey of coaching and teaching and speaking and writing and all of the various things that you do, what's on the roadmap? Yeah, I'm continuing to take coaching clients, and I'm very excited about that. And I think the the what I'm working on right now is again, if you go back to the very first episode where we were talking about why I ended up doing a centering prayer book, I talked about how I had I essentially discovered centering prayer p- post divorce as a, it was part of my comeback spiritually coming out of the dark night of the soul stuff. I'm actually working right now on a project where I'm going to take that down a deeper level. Ironically, the when as I was promoting my own book, I'd get on and tell that story. And I told it pretty quick in that first episode. We, I realized that I was re-traumatizing myself by remembering what it felt like back in 2010. And I realized that I had more work that God had to do in me. And so at the end of 2021, I did some deep trauma work on myself and I literally released stuff that I thought was already gone in my life and it completely opened up my insides. And and then I mentioned another episode about this tree that had fallen sideways. And so I'm writing a book. It's going to be, we'll see if what, what the title is when it comes out. I'm thinking it's going to be something like The Healing Tree, how to reli- how to live again when you thought your life was over. And so I'm going to do a deep dive into how to make a comeback and what it feels like while you're doing it and get to the point where if you're this tree that's knocked over, you think that everybody sees the root ball, but all they really see, again, I'm super emotional about this because it hits me, it's my heart is they don't see the root ball. All they see is the tree that you became. And they would, and and I always picture like a little bench under the tree, this tree that I I talk about in the park has a bench. And you think that's probably what the tree wanted when it was going to be a regular tree. It probably wanted to be a shade tree, but it's like this. Yeah. I'm writing a book for people who maybe thought 
that they've taken a fatal blow and they've been stuck. And I'm going to provide a resource that at least talks a little bit about how I've gotten to the point where yeah, there's a root ball back there, but just like Jesus, who still has holes in his hands, people don't really see that. They see what you became. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, again, that's a, a long answer to your question, but that's what's next for me. I'm going to take it down another notch and be super vulnerable in another book and talk about what's it look like to live again and even find a true abundance after you took a moral blow in your life of whether it was a divorce or an illness or you lost your faith in college, whatever it was. And and it's for a person who didn't just have a dark night of the soul that had an ice age blizzard of the soul type of a thing and how to walk back out of that. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Mm, yeah. Now that I can see that as being really valuable for folks because I think a lot of us get stuck in yeah. you know, that bitterness and trauma, as you said, or betrayal or various whatever it is that gets us stuck there a lot of time. You can follow Brian on Twitter as Brian D. Russell or follow him on Instagram as your professor for life. He's also over on LinkedIn as Brian Russell, Ph.D., You can also watch some videos that he's got on YouTube as Deep Dive Spirituality with Dr. Brian Russell. That's D.R. Brian Russell. Or the best place probably is over on his website, brianrussellphd.com. Of course, I'll have links to all of that in the show notes as well. Brian, is there anything else you'd like to share with the listener? Yeah, thank you for all the links and just encourage the listeners to... If you're interested in Centering Prayer, you can check out my book that's been out since the fall of 2021, Centering Prayer, Sitting Quietly in God's Presence Can Change Your Life. And if I can be of any service to you, you can check out all my free resources. Or if you want to go a little deeper, just reach out to me. I'd love to serve you. Thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. If you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor. Go over to inspiredstewardship.com slash iTunes rate, all one word, iTunes rate. It'll take you through how to leave a rating and review and how to make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you can get every episode as it comes out in your feed. Until next time, invest your time, your talent, and your treasures, develop your influence, and impact the world.